Hey everyone, live from New York City, I'm Jay Dombeck and this is Sports In Depth. Hey guys, JD here. It was a long weekend. I was over in Tampa Bay at Gasparilla. I lost my voice a little bit, but bear with me. Sunday was incredible. Conference championships. I must say the first game was a disappointment. I will say quarterback Brock Purdy suffered a complete tear of the UCL in his throwing elbow. It happened early in the game, and Eagles dominated from start to finish simply. Uh, The Philadelphia Eagles did not even play a good game offensively and still won 31-7. Hertz only completed 15 passes for 121 yards. The story was defense on both sides. I will say the Niners played good D. They just couldn't score. And uh, when Purdy went out, Josh Johnson came in. He's played for about 42 different teams, 36 years old. He ended up leaving the game as well with a concussion. Christian McCaffrey was taking snaps out of the Wildcat, bringing Purdy back in just to dump some screens off. He couldn't really throw, uh, and they didn't want to injure him for the future. But not going to spend too much time on this ball game. Uh, the Philadelphia Eagles truly, truly are a threat. I think in Glendale, Arizona, they're going to give the Kansas City Chiefs a run for their money. I truly feel that way. They looked good all year long. They would have had even more wins in the regular season if Jalen Hurts didn't go out. In the postseason, they absolutely dominated the Giants in the divisional. NFC Championship absolutely dominated the Niners. We know Purdy went out early here, so there's a bit of an excuse on the San Fran side, but... Giants, they straight up whooped them a few weeks back. And uh, the Philadelphia Eagles showing that they're a true threat. I like talking about the Eagles because they're deep and they're good at every single position. They have a few backs that can run between Sanders and Gainwell and Scott. Um, It's truly remarkable out of the run game to go along with Hurts' running ability. It's absolutely awesome. Uh, And how about having two studs at receiver, Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown? And a tight end, Dallas Goddard, that can get it done as well. But it all starts with the Philadelphia defense and the Philadelphia front seven. If you have Sue on D, Brandon Graham, I mean, how about Cox, you know, in the secondary, Slay and Gardner Johnson and James Bradbury. I don't want to talk about Bradbury because the Giants didn't pay him. And I'm still upset about them not paying him and giving him away to a division rival. Ugh. That still breaks my heart. James Bradbury is fantastic, and the Giants made a big, big mistake here. I'm going to do a little bit of a shorter episode. I lost my voice, so I'm not sounding too clear this week, but I'll try my best. Uh, The AFC Championship game, the Chiefs win 23-20 at Arrowhead, not Burrowhead. And Patrick Mahomes rallied late on his ankle game. Ankle game for Mahomes, flu game for Michael Jordan. Kobe used to play injured. Tom Brady played on an MCL sprain. Uh, The great ones find a way. 
whether they're 25, 50, or 100%, they will be out there and do everything for their team. Patrick Mahomes, 326 yards passing and two TDs in this one, uh, hooking up with a whole bunch of receivers. That's the beauty of the Kansas City Chiefs, you know. He includes Pacheco, Hardman, Valdez Scantling, of course his main target, Travis Kelsey, Tony, Smith-Schuster, those two were a little banged up, so they didn't get many reps. But, man, the Kansas City Chiefs showed that even though Mahomes was sitting in the pocket more than running, and when he was rolling, he was careful, they win. I know Cincinnati Bengal fans are very upset with some calls in this one, and they have the right to be upset. But I must say, the Kansas City Chiefs are going to put up a better fight in the Super Bowl against the Philadelphia Eagles than the Cincinnati Bengals would have. I simply say that because it would have been so hard for the Cincinnati Bengals to go against the Philadelphia Eagles' defensive line with three starters out on their offensive line. Now you're going to see Mahomes' magic against Jalen Hurts, and it's going to be a phenomenal game on February 12th. It is going to be superb. I will say, Cincinnati, you could blame the officials for a few... You could say numerous calls missed in this ball game, but Joe Burrow turned the football over twice. Two INTs on the game. I know they weren't really his fault. The first one I thought for sure was second one's a maybe. Um, I did like the guts of Zach Taylor in this ball game. Go for it on fourth and six. Uh, Joe Burrow aired it out to Jamar Chase in double coverage. They knew that boy would make a play, and of course he delivered. Yeah, it ended a little bit storybook script, if you may call it. Uh, Patrick Mahomes scrambles and runs on his high ankle sprain to pick up the first down. 15 yards added for the late hit out of bounds, the controversial late hit. But Sir Patrick Mahomes, LeBron James in basketball, um, Otani on the mound in baseball, these guys get the calls. If it's 50-50, it goes to the superstar. We know that. Um, it has nothing to do with the NFL being rigged. It has nothing to do with the officiating crew wanting the Kansas City Chiefs to win. It's hard to make calls in real time. I am not defending officials in the NFL, but I must say in real time it is hard, especially with the world watching. And uh, I do agree with my Uncle Paul, though. I think we should get some younger officials involved in the National Football League a lot of these guys are older men. Eyesight's poor. Can't get down the sideline. This is a very important job to officiate professional sports. And we saw LeBron freaking out this past weekend on a late game no call. In football, we are now talking about a late game call. I am a big fan of the officiating crew. When in doubt, do not blow the whistle instead of blow it. Leave it out there to the players to decide who's going to win the ball game. The better team that given Sunday or that given day. Championship Sunday was still exciting. And I'm really, really proud of Patrick Mahomes. Five straight AFC Championship games he has hosted in his first five years in the NFL. Absolutely superb. Um, he's going to the Super Bowl in three of the last four NFL seasons. Uh, he's already got an NFL MVP. He's got my vote for MVP of the league this very year as well. Man, the kid can get it done, and he's doing it on a high ankle sprain, still looking superb. It is really awesome stuff. 
uh, Super Bowl preview. Uh, I'm going to wrap up a little early, as I mentioned earlier on the show. The Kansas City Chiefs are going to beat the Philadelphia Eagles in the Super Bowl by three. It's going to be close. It's going to come down to the wire, kind of like Chiefs-Bengals, and Chiefs will win by three on a late-game field goal. You heard it here first with J.D. on Sports In-Depth. The Eagles have been steamrolling teams, but they have not bumped into a team like Kansas City with the head of the snake being Sir Patrick Mahomes, one of the best to ever do it, a Hall of Fame career already, and he's only 27 years of age. Yes, I'm a Mahomey. Shout out the Chiefs, Travis Kelsey, calling out the mayor, calling out Joe Burrow, calling out Eli Apple. Bengals were doing a lot of talking prior to this ball game. Kansas City went out there and played, and now they can talk after the result of this one, which they did Sunday night. JD loves football, and I'll tell you guys, I'm really, really sad that we only got one more game left of the NFL season. I think it's going to be a great one. I truly do, but football season is concluding. But with JD, guess what? We roll right into NBA, then right into March Madness, then right into the MLB. JD never stops. Podcast is always rolling. I'm recording late in the studio on Monday night. You'll hear this some point Tuesday. Man, hope I got my voice back next week. J.D. out.